When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Woo, 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 woo. Super cross talk time. Andy Kamenitsky and DeMarco Farr yes, in sir. for Shadano and Cappy today. Where'd you guys come down in the uh, robot dogs with guns? It seems a little <laughs> haphazard. You think so? Yeah, I I mean, th- okay, you're, you're a dog guy. DeMarco, I am a big dog, dog guy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. How much do you trust your dog with anything that involves your own safety? Like, what do how, you mean? Well, just. How much would you trust your dog? Like your dog's nature, dogs can be, you know, a little bit wild. They can be a little over eager. How much would you trust your dog on average with anything that involved your safety? Because I, that because the robot dog is going to have a gun. But it's programmed. Okay, it's controlled. It's, In other words, like there's somebody at the police station with a joystick. And he's saying, okay, let's walk yeah, yeah. So it's, let's I would trust there. my dog. I wouldn't trust that dog, that robot My dog, dog I mean, I have, I have my cute, dog's great. I have yeah. cute, cute little dogs okay, who I, yeah. cuddle well, but I don't think they'd... So <laughs> I, I, thought, I, I, I thought that this would be like a dog that is programmed to be like a dog. It just happens to be carrying a gat. It's not actually like a dog nature. Dog nature. No, dog. it's like it's like a robot dog that somebody's operating with a joystick it, back at the police station. Oh, the police it's a robot are controlling. Yeah, the police yeah. are controlling. I don't it. trust this at all. Not oh, at no. all. <laughs> no, fair. That's scary. Fair. Yeah, uh, fair. No offense to any uh, police out there listening. Thank you for your service, but no. That's any terrifying. any yeah. idea for a nickname for Austin Reeves? We have taken. It's a record number of terrible get, uh, yeah, ideas I today. Some of those. It's just brutal. All right, I got one, okay. and I I debate whether or not I should share it here because, because. this is probably something me and Demarco are going to get into, and it's like you know you don't want to give away the milk for free. No, give away the milk. This, okay, we just I, I'm so tired of this whole oh well no you're doing cross act we won't say a certain thing because we're going to say it later. No, you talk about okay. it later too. You talk about it now. Austin Reeves yeah. is a guy that was underestimated yes he was not drafted yep he is somebody that has had to prove himself his entire nba career right he is somebody that still gets targeted defensively because yep. let's be honest he's the goofy looking white guy yep <laughs> so austin d's you can finish you can finish the rest uh, d's, oh, as in d's uh, I blank like I like to everybody that underestimated austin reeves mm-hmm. to everybody that still doesn't give him the credit he deserves Austin D's. So here's the thing. You're, Jorge loves it. <laughs> but you're not able it. to say the whole thing. Well, I, like yeah. when Ireland's oh, doing no, no, a game, no. he can't say, here comes Austin D's. Yes. Mm-hmm. But, but that's part of the fun. Everybody else listening, they know what it is. You can say it on your own. I just can't say it on an FCC right, station. Right, right. Austin um, D's. It's not bad. What do you guys think? What, what do you th- uh, it's all right. It's, not, it's pretty yeah. funny for I like us. The awesome three. Austin threes. Austin he's threes? not a good enough three point shooter. He's not a good enough. Uh, what about this one? See, again, this is yeah. the stereotyping. Yeah, Everybody yeah. thinks he's a white That's boy. That's what so he, he said. Threes. No, I liked it. I liked it. All right, yeah. This guy Jay Ojeda sent some to me on Instagram because mm-hmm. now that the show's over, I can look at Instagram again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, someone said Blanco Mamba. Blanco Mamba. No. Tornado no. Blanco. He's uncomfortable with Hillbilly Kobe. He's not going to like Blanco Mamba. Okay, so Arkansas Assassin and Farm to Table. 
Farm to table. <laughs> I like that one. Farm to table's good. Farm to table is doesn't my really favorite. roll up. Farm to table is actually kind <laughs> of it makes no sense. <laughs> no, it's, it's nonsense, but it's amazing. The best one we thought we had, and it's all up to Austin, is moonshine. Okay, that is great. I disagree, though. I don't think it's up to Austin. I think it's up to the people. For the most part. Do you really? Yeah, unless you have a legitimate objection. Like, I understand where Austin Reeves is coming from with not wanting to be associated with an AR-15 right, right now. And, and I also understand where he may feel like Hillbilly Kobe, given the context of Kobe's death, right. it's not as much Plus, fun. I don't think he What's necessarily wants to be identified as a hillbilly. Well, that depends. Oh, I, that's bad? Okay, I, I don't know. I interviewed Billy Bob Thornton, and he talked about the hillbilly thing, and he was mm. proud of it. He's from Arkansas. So I think Billy Bob Thornton considers himself to be a hillbilly. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Oh wow! Yes, he he said this. So then, moonshine, moonshine. I think moonshine's pretty. Moonshine's good. Moonshine is a slick nickname, and I think that's good enough that if he doesn't like it, who cares? Yeah, don't get a vote. Yeah, exactly. All right, all right. Wow, aren't you AK? Yes. Yeah. Are you going to change your name too? Your nickname? No. N- nobody bothers giving me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't so, need to worry. So we're so uh, you weren't at the softball game. You were at the Mandy Awards. I though. was at yeah. the Mandy. It Awards. has been the last month of this radio station has been just a friggin' blast between the Mandy's and the seven uh, ten All Star game. You were at the Mandy's, right? Yeah, both. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, this station is totally kicking ass right now. Yeah. Um, and the softball game you missed out on because it would have been it, it was so much fun. I I really wanted to go. And your brother couldn't play either. Brian was out. Of, uh, Brian, I believe, was out of town when yeah. it happened, and I was in the middle of a move. It just I would be divorced. I'd be looking for another house. Yeah, uh, yeah. If I had gone to this game, so uh, I wanted to ask you guys uh, about. I never wanted to win so bad in my life. I'm serious. I wanted really? to win that game bad. I didn't want to lose to those guys. I did not want to lose at all. I'm so happy. I'm like so thankful to Beto. I'm serious. Like he yeah. is a teammate for life for doing that. Uh, here's what I'll say about that game. I did, and everybody agrees with me on this. General managered my ass off. Really? Sure. I did. Move things around. Move yeah. things around. Yeah, yeah. You did. Yeah, <laughs> you we DH for Momo. Uh, we recruited uh, Matt Burke from our uh, sales department. Uh, Ron Mitchell relieved Momo. Uh, because Momo couldn't pitch the whole game. Like, uh, he got the save. He <laughs> got the save, exactly right. <laughs> Look, Momo was at one point the best softball player of all of us. No yeah. question. Does she still got it? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. And we, competitive. Although we don't know. Yeah. She just I'll had t- a baby. Okay, so I'll tell you this story. I'll tell you this story. So Yeah. Um, out in center field, there were some miscues during the game. Yeah. Okay. And both Dr. Clapper... And Momo pulled me aside at one point and said, you have to get Taylor out of center field. He's killing us. Wow. That's how competitive they were. Now, me, just being a humble manager, said to Taylor during the break, uh, during between innings, Taylor, got to move you. Got to move you. I'm going to move you to catcher, and I'm going to move clapper to center field was it hard was it hard to tell him i felt bad about it yeah <laughs> and welcome all weekend, to the nfl <laughs> all weekend long i said to juan god did i hurt taylor's feelings <laughs> you did what was best for the team i did do what was yeah. best for the team awesome momo yeah. is competitive yeah momo she was moving I mean, look, us around in the infield taylor yeah. gets a ring at the end of the day taylor does go. get a ring he gets and he gets a full share yes nice. he does get a full he gets share. a full share nice <laughs> yeah how about the, those rings now demarco you've got are you getting one of the new rams rings? yes i was there last night those rings are huge 
I yeah. mean, absolutely fantastic. They they spared no expense on those rings. We talked to the guy over a hundred thousand dollars for a player's ring. Yeah, uh, and look, you should. Uh, this is the L.A. Rams. It's about flash and sizzle and. When you win a championship here in your own city, the ring should reflect that. You know what I really, first of all, you know what I really like about the ring? I like that it represents SoFi, too, that SoFi yeah. is accounted for. Yeah, yeah. Because that was a huge part like, of last forget season. Forget accounted for. It's literally inside yeah, the inside ring. Inside the it ring, was awesome. right. Yeah, yeah. The other thing I love, and, and even I think, the case was cool. When you open it, the ring spins. I'm just yeah. like, wow, unbelievable. I also love that they put palm trees on the ring. Yeah. Because, you know, they, they get that they're in California, and that's very representative of the the area where we live. I think it's really no cool. No doubt. Shout out to Jalen and OBJ. They get it. They yeah. were designed for these players. Wait, for you the said Jalen and OBJ. Did they actually design they, them? They helped with the design. They uh, helped it was, Jason? Yes. It was um, OBJ and um, Jalen, and I think a few other players had input into the ring. So that's, I think, uh, even OBJ was uh, given credit for the the ring coming apart and you can make a pendant out of it. I guess that you might can have make been, a pendant out of that. Yeah, ring? like it comes apart. You can make a pendant out of the top. So it's really cool, really special ring. Yeah, it will change the game for rings from now on. Okay, I was thinking about this when I saw this ring because it, it's incredible. Yeah, the Rams are a really good team. There is no reason that they could not get back to the Super Bowl if not next season. Certainly over the next couple of years. I got like, a few yeah. reasons. Like, well, Brady, it's hard. Rogers. Sure, no, it's, di- it's difficult. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying in terms of who they are and what yeah. they have at their disposal, there's no reason they could not get back to the Super Bowl in the next over the next couple of years, maybe win again. Is the ring too good? Like, how do you top that ring this, well, this quickly without time to I make don't think one? I don't think you account for, yeah, but what if we win it again and this ring's so nice that we can't come because up with Because our ring, ring, if uh, I heard... By the way, is, a if, quality if, problem to have. If we we need gone, to make a cooler ring. If we went back <laughs> to back... first world as it gets. In 99-2000, uh, the, the word on the street was we were going to get two-fingered rings. Yes! Yeah, we were going to get the two-fingered rings. So had we gone three in a row... Three-fingered rings. Nobody's so, ever gone two fingers, I don't think. No, I don't think there's been a two-fingered ring yet, but that was what we were going to do had we won. Not yet. I work with idiots. Oh, my God. <laughs> right, get your mind out of the gutter. I work with just juveniles. <laughs> Come on. We can hear them. No, those rings are awesome. Yeah, they and are really cool. speech was, was inspiring. That yeah. little guy. Is, wow. What's the deal with OBJ now? Are we going to get him back or not get him back? Uh, it's business. He's got to get healthy, number one. They want him back. Yeah. Uh, but the thing is, at what price? you got to factor that in. You know what? Had he not gotten hurt in the Super Bowl, your offseason is completely different because you're paying You him. probably – and you're not – Bringing in Allen Robinson. And it may have cost you Aaron Donald. Yeah, Because right. you have to, if he's MVP of that game, you have to pay him. Right. And then what do you have left over? Yeah. I, I don't care if he's MVP or not. You're not sacrificing Aaron Donald for Odell Beckham Jr. You, you, you can't. How do you not, if he's your MVP, if OBJ is your MVP, becomes the face of your franchise. He wouldn't be the face yeah. of your franchise because you still have Aaron Donald. Yeah, you still have to pay him. But he'd only been here for half a season. It's right. not like he's Aaron Donald who's spent his whole career here. So Aaron just, Donald is one of the, he's no, I got maybe the best at his position But imagine, ever. imagine this show, imagine this, this, this station, if OBJ is your MVP of the Super Bowl, you won here and you don't pay him. You guys would have shows for months. Well, right, but but okay. But sounds, if you had framed sounds, it as... Sounds good. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Shows for months. But your whole offseason different. Yeah, yeah. Right, but if you, if you pose this as a choice, you know, like a financial choice between 
Aaron Donald and Odell Beckham Jr. I don't think that nobody's taking Odell. Demarco, they could do both. If they signed Allen Robinson to big money, they could have just slid OBJ into that slot and still paid Aaron Donald. I I think what OBJ would have commanded is over the top of that. More than Allen Robinson. If he's MVP. And this guy, he'd be on the Wheaties box by now. He'd be the guy if he was MVP of that game. That's what I mean. And how are you not going to sign him in the offseason? So if he stays healthy, your entire offseason is different. If you have these financial decisions, you got to choose right. Because look at like what the Lakers did last season. They put a self-imposed financial decision between... THT and Alex Caruso on themselves, and they made the wrong choice. Way wrong. What choice. was the Jacksonville receiver that started this whole run on receivers? Uh, the one from Arizona that seventy-five million. Oh, so that's the number. That's right. the arena you're going to be in. So that's what I mean. If he stays healthy, collects the MVP and a Lombardi, you're paying that guy money, and it's going to cost you guys. But to to Andy's point too, yeah, it does come down to making the right choices and you wonder i mean there's always a sort of a sliding doors conversation this came up at the drew league when lebron was playing and there were pictures of him with demar Derozan, and magic johnson had confirmed that yeah it came down to sort of westbrook or demar Derozan, and lebron chose westbrook and he could have chosen Derozan. and you wonder what the season would have looked like oh. if the lakers had demar Derozan instead of russell westbrook that fits better right yeah yeah christian kirk Christian Kirk. Oh, Thank you. right. That's the what Arizona I mean. Receiver, That's yeah. what started this whole run on receivers and big money. And, of course, if he's holding MVP and Lombardi, he's going to command big, big money, which will cost you guys. That's just the way the NFL is. You're going to pay Matt Stafford. Yes. You may not have enough money to pay Aaron Donald the tip he deserves, which means he may stay retired. I just don't think that you sacrifice Aaron Donald. You find somebody else. Did you think Aaron Donald was really going to retire? Well, that means you're going to have to cut a lot of guys and you turn into Seattle. Well, Aaron Donald, Overnight, you Aaron go Donald accounts for like five guys himself. Oh, no doubt. I, but I'm just, you'll start to hemorrhage guys, and you don't have that much money to spread around. What were you saying? I'm sorry. I missed that. Uh, do you really think Aaron Donald was going to retire? I thought it was leverage. Yeah, um, I thought so, too. I never really got the sense that he was actually but, going to retire. Uh, you you watch the games, man. Yes. It, it, all season, all, his whole career, he's been fantastic. But the, the last four weeks, mm-hmm. there's nobody better. He won that game versus San Francisco. He won the Super Bowl. He won for the Super you. Bowl. That's he what took I mean. Down Joe Burrow. I am so happy for Cup winning the ESPYS. Everything he's he's gotten, he's deserved. But you don't get there. You're not there without Aaron, and you don't win it without Aaron. The one reason I thought that Donald it might not be leverage is just because when you think about the entirety of his career, mm-hmm. there's nothing left for him to accomplish or prove. He True. has done everything. True. Yeah. And the. That sport is, I mean, you know this, you played his position, DeMarco. That sport is brutal on your body. And if you're thinking about your future, like your actual future after football, and you know you're financially secure, yep. and you know there really isn't anything else for you to do in the sport, you might say, I'm going to get out while I'm still young and walking okay. Well, there's a lot of leverage considering what happened with Bobby Brown. The backup defensive tackle. Right. Like he's not going to be. Remove Aaron from this lineup now, from this defense. It doesn't look no, quite does as threatening, look, right? It doesn't look threatening at all. So uh, that's what scares you. There's no plan beyond Aaron. So you have right. to bring him back to the fold. So it's sure. all leverage. I would say I don't think Aaron exercises leverage. I think his representative did. Yeah. And they're smart. It and was they, well played. Absolutely. It's a, it's a template for future 
potential free agents to be able to use to leverage contracts. And you've got to be great to he's do not, it. Yeah. He's not the last guy that's going to say, I might just retire. <laughs> right, I right. Mean, that's a good to negotiating right? Yeah, yeah, For some guys, though, it's more believable than others. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He no struck me as believable. Yeah. Well, he could have walked away. No I question. think there's numbers he's chasing. Like, there's actual, like, all-time numbers he's chasing. Yeah. Uh, Warren Sapp said it best. There's five interior guys that were first ballot Hall, Hall of Famers. He'll be number six. Yeah. So I think there's numbers there that he's going to actually chase down. So, uh, hey, I'm going to wrap this up. What are you guys going to do? We're going to talk. Yeah, just, <laughs> a lot. Just, just talk a lot? <laughs> no, we're going to talk. I, I got to tell you about the rings. I'm so mad. I love, you know, I love everybody, right? Yeah, I love you yeah. guys. I love Mike Florio. Yeah. But can't you wait at least 24 hours to start throwing things at the ring? Let the guys enjoy the fact that right. they're champions before you start bringing up how many Lombardis are in the ring. Yeah, right, right, I right. was there. It didn't even cross my mind. Like there how, was only one. Right. Like you're, How long were you sitting on that? Like yeah. You couldn't wait to put that out. That just drove me crazy. Yeah. We'll talk about that stuff too. All right. Uh, all that stuff's coming up. There are a lot of screwing around and uh, all the stuff you've come to expect from Shadano and Cappy today will be coming from Andy and DeMarco. Um, I'm out Monday, Tuesday. I'll be back on Wednesday. Uh, have a great weekend, everybody. Mason, Ireland, 710 ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. I didn't know if it was overstepping, like if we were stepping on George and... Nah. Okay, and Cappy's thing. You know, you got to be respectful, like, you know, DeMarco and I, Andy Kamenetsky, DeMarco Farr, in for the guys. You want to keep the spirit of the show alive, but you want to make sure you're not overstepping any boundaries. Hey! Meantime, DeMarco's doing a one-man lap dance over there. Hey! That chair's getting it. He really is. Come on. That chair, DeMarco, better leave you, not singles, some 20s. I used to think the who would make you deaf. Did you guys hear that as kids? Well, uh, Pete Townsend, their guitarist, I believe does have, what's it called, uh, tendonitis? It's when you have that continual ringing in your yeah, ear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not tendonitis. Uh, something it's, like that. I think it's yeah. called tendonitis. Yeah, yeah. Something with a T. Yeah. Yeah, and thank you. I am pretty sure, because there's a lot of rock stars that suffer from that. Uh, Van Halen died deaf almost, right? A lot of guys are going through it. Yeah. Uh, Bob Mould, he was the, the guitarist and singer to Husker Du. Yeah. And he had a band Sugar. He apparent. I read an article where he talked about how he sleeps with his TV basically on full blast 
Wow. Because it, it drowns out the ringing in his ears. Really? Okay. Yeah. Wow. And I believe it because when I was in college, yeah. I saw his band Sugar at the Palladium. And my friend and I, that we, we went to see the show, it was standing room, you know, it was like standing room in the Palladium. Yeah. So we worked our way to the front because we wanted to be like right at the front. We ended up next right to by the, the speakers. We yeah. ended up next to the speakers. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah, yeah. So loud, it was unpleasant. We moved back. Yeah, I got you. Uh, the first time, my first concert was Run DMC, and they told me my ears were going to ring, and they did. Uh, I couldn't believe it. Um, Van Halen, same thing. Um, Brian Johnson from ACDC left yeah. the band because he can't hear. Makes sense, you know. You're a, you're a rock musician. It's loud. Yeah, yeah. But that's 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 just crazy. Wow. Well, you you have the music. But I thought the who my mother told me, I guess at some concert way back in the day. This is like the 70s, late 70s. There was a concert that was so loud that the who put on that it made people go deaf. So I thought as a kid that the who made people go deaf. So whenever you like played a song, I would run. <laughs> I'm serious. Are that's what she now? told me. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, they're playing who are they're you? They're playing the who. They're trying to make us deaf. Get out of here. Teenage wasteland. I can, <laughs> I'm going to turn deaf. No doubt. It was it wasn't until I saw Tommy, the movie Tommy oh, yeah. that that oh, yeah. like I cha- oh, I'm not going to go deaf. Oh, okay. I can actually listen to the music. Oh, okay. I'm going to google this right now. Did a who concert make people It must have been news. Go. And I was a kid, kid. Yeah. So like late 70s. Um, there was, okay, I remember this, there was in Cincinnati, um, a a really tragic concert that the Who had in the late seventies that people ended up rushing the doors. People got trampled, like, you know, a lot people died. Oh, okay. That is, that's the tragedy that I remember specifically with the Who. I don't know if them actually causing deafness is a real thing or an urban legend. Could have been an urban legend. It's it's something I tell my kids now. You, like, you know, we all tell our kids stuff that's not true. You know what I mean? So <laughs> I'm sure my mom was no different. So, well, sometimes, yeah. you, sometimes you do it because that's what parenting involves. Oh, absolutely. You know, my seven-year-old, we started watching Martin together. Oh, I love Martin. Martin's funny, right? Yeah, it is she funny. loves it. She laughs. She likes uh, the Fresh Prince too. Ooh, sounds good. But you know, Martin gets a little racy. So when she like, Dad, what are they talking about? I'm, um, nothing. Uh, blankets, sheets. Coloring. Coloring. That's yes, I, I like that. Coloring. Yes. So it's my, sometimes they put you in bad situations. A few of my daughter's favorite movies, she's 11, yeah. are movies that I'd say 75% of it is you know technically too old for, but it's fine. What are you watching? Uh, she loves Mean Girls, oh. Clueless, ah. and Legally Blonde. And for the most part, I think those movies are fine. Even if there's some stuff that's adult, it goes over her head. Oh, I got to drop in. I can't watch Clueless at my house though. But I can't watch Stacey Dash movies. Oh, I get it. I get yeah, it. it's it's yeah. That's that's a whole conversation. Let's just say, Dad, why do you why do you look like that, Dad? Like why why is Dad drooling? She, yeah, yeah. And then she disappointed. She, she grew to you. <laughs> oh no, no! I don't mean in the looks I can, department. I can I, forgive a I, lot. <laughs> okay. oh, then you understand what I mean. Absolutely, there's a lot, there's a lot to forgive. Wow. Okay. But like, there's this scene in Mean Girls where there's a school assembly. That's, so fetch. It's the so, so fetch. fetch. Stop so trying fetch. to make fetch happen, Laura. Oh my god, so fetch. But there's a scene where it's an all school assembly, and there's a bit of a sex ed talk. In this all-school all, uh, assembly. And your daughter's 11. She's 11. Oh, this is good. And yeah, yeah, they yeah. they hand out condoms Ooh. in the assembly. What'd you do? I watch her reaction. Okay. If it just seems to glaze over her, 
then I don't react. Oh, you got out. Yeah, yeah. Well, because I'm, You're off the hook. Right. I don't want to make her think there's anything she needs to be asking me about because eventually she's going to be old enough and I'll answer all those questions. No doubt. But I'm going to put it off as long as I can. Oh, God. Well, the Mean Girls is off the list for me. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not going there. Mean Girls <laughs> yeah. has that. Clueless has a couple scenes like that that, you know, I'm just sort of waiting for her reaction. I got you. I and got you. if she's content to not really understand it, I don't need to explain. Would it be different if you had uh, with a boy? No. No? Same thing? Okay. I feel like for the most part, these things come up as they need to. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because my brother pulls no punches. He watches whatever he watches around his kids. Like, one day I walked in, they're all watching Predator. Well, this Predator. is your insane brother, right? He's I mean, not insane. He's just... He's intense. He's you intense. About him. Yeah. He's so, got that intense rivalry with you. So, my brother, 55, uh, his son is seven, and his daughter is five. So, I walk in the house, and they're all watching Predator. One. <laughs> Number one. Right. Yeah, I'm like, Uncle DeMarco has a problem with this, but I really can't say anything about this. Well, those are yeah, his yeah. kids. That's what I said. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. Is that bad? Is that bad? No, because my, I feel like my sisters don't are like that. Yeah. They like would watch and like my, what is she, 15 now, my niece? They were doing like singing the Boots with the Fur song when they were like babies. Oh, yeah. You know oh, what wow. I mean? And okay. I'm like. Yeah, yeah. So I've what, seen my the parties, all seen my daughter sing stuff. that one when she was yeah. like seven. Really? Okay. Yeah. yeah, we're going to break that down. Okay. Some stuff we can't do. Well, I mean, I in her mind, it's just a song yeah. about a girl in an outfit. Dancing. Yeah. Hey, guys, I had an older sister. I was watching Eddie Murphy Raw when I was like eight. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. So like, yeah, it's but, generational, I guess. But would you yeah. do that with your kid oh, now? Oh, no, I would Absolutely. not. See, that's the difference. <laughs> right. We could. We can get away with that the, now, back then. I had, so I always tell this story because my parents, you know, they didn't, like, they're immigrants, so like they didn't really like understand a lot of the, the language in, in the movies. I remember when Dennis the Menace came out. We, you know, used to rent the movies back in the day. You used yeah. to go to the stores or whatever. So my sister's like, oh, let's rent it. So when she called Wasn't to that rent. Walter Matthau? Which one? Dennis the Menace. Yes, yes. Walter Matthau. Yeah. yeah, it was. Okay, go so ahead. So my yeah. sister called to rent the movie. They're like, yeah, we have it. So she comes back with the movie, but she <laughs> she comes back with Don't Be a Menace in South Central. <laughs> oh. And we're like watching this movie, and there's a part where like the homegirl's sucking the toes. And then my mom walks in. She goes, what? 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 You guys watching? We're like, it's Dennis the Menace. That is not Dennis the Menace. I know that. I was like, ooh. No, that is not Dennis the Menace. (laughs) (laughs) I learned a lot that day. You know, my mom took me to see The Exorcist when I was like five or whenever it came out. Scarred me for life. Yeah, I would never do that now. Never. My, My wife grew up in a really strict religious household yeah like uh, like southern baptist in like texas you know like that environment and you know her mom when she was growing up didn't allow mtv she didn't allow r-rated movies my wife when she was a teenager had to sneak all that stuff but for some reason she took my wife when she was i don't know maybe 10 years old to the killing fields. Oh. Wow. <laughs> oh. <laughs> For oh. some reason, she thought that movie wouldn't traumatize her. That'll learn you. Yeah. That'll learn you. <laughs> no. And yeah, she yeah. was totally okay with it afterwards, too. Like, no, it wasn't even like, yeah. oh, I made a mistake. It was like, it's a good film yeah it's a good movie yeah yeah yeah. movie i don't think it's right for a it's a little intense for like a 10 year old you raise your kids i'll raise mine (laughs) there you go (laughs) all right 
You got yourself a ring, DeMarco. Yeah, coming. two. Well, I got one, and the second one is coming. The L.A. Rams one is coming. And, look, um, I am so appreciative uh, for them. And I'm so happy for the guys uh, seeing the players and coaches get their rings, seeing Von Miller in the building. Johnny Hacker came back. Uh, some of the coaches that are, you know, coaching for different teams all came back to get their rings. So for one last time, I told you this about our Super Bowl. When you ask me what it feels like to win a Super Bowl, it's the best worst feeling in the world. It is. It's the best feeling because you're on top of the world. There are no other football games. You just won the biggest game there is. The sad part about it is this is the last time this team will be together. It's the NFL. It's going to turn over by 25% no matter what. So seeing all those guys come back together, they opened the boxes all at the same time. It was great. I was like, wow. And then that ring was so big. Good Lord. That ring. We're, we're going to get into the size of this ring, DeMarco. Good to be the king. It, yeah. No, it's great to be the king. But there are some things about Good to it. be the king in L.A. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. Like, did you actually have that thought in 99 when you guys won? Like, were you cognizant enough to recognize, like, it's not going to be the same next season? Right then and there when the ticker tape is falling. I, I'm sure you've seen it on America's oh, yeah. Game. I mean, when you're in tears, you're happy because you won. And you're also sad because this group won't be together next year guys move on guys retire guys get contracts on different football teams coaches leave so uh you did it you accomplished your mission but this is it this is the last time we're ever going to compete together as teammates wow it's 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 the best worst feeling ever i don't think it's any any sport is like that baseball for the most part you bring the same guys back Basketball, for the most part, you bring the same guys back. Football, guaranteed to change over by 25%. Well, I mean, the Lakers keep churning over brand-new teams, but they're also not winning anything right. at the moment. But championship teams, like the Warriors. Well, actually, the La- I mean, the Lakers were a really specific, and, and you know they've taken a lot of grief and a lot of crap over the idea that they really turned over that championship team pretty quickly. But the first immediate season, I actually understand where they came from because it was a relatively older team and it was such a short uh, time in between the bubble and the new season starting. Yeah. I don't think they could have just run that team back. Like, I don't think that was realistic and practical, but since then they've turned that thing over so much. It is unrecognizable. What, what they basically right now it's LeBron AD THT. Those are the only guys on that championship team in 2019, 2020. That's crazy. crazy. Yeah. yeah. Who told me that they've changed strength coaches three times? It's believable. There's zero continuity no. in that building if that's no. what's going on. There is. Yeah. Not, it's hard to build a champion that way. Not a lot of continuity. Yeah. And uh, we'll get into this over the course of the next uh, two and a half hours. It does not seem like there's going to be a lot yeah. of continuity coming but, up. But uh, the the deal at Sony Studios last night, the speech by McVeigh. Wait, save oh, it. We're, unbelievable. We're up against oh, sorry. It. Go we're against ahead. Against it. But, but. Yeah. I want to talk about this, and I also want to talk a little bit about the experience of getting your ring as a player versus the ring that you're about to get as a different part of the team, ah. and like the idea of do you compare them? Do you know? Do like do, does your old ring have a little bit? Of I'll size show you. Envy? I'm going to show you a picture during no, the break. Talk about that coming yeah. up next. Sedano and Cap, 710 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo to 
tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network. All lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. LL Cool J, I Need Love, 1987, released this day. Wow. Man, LL has had a long time career fantastic unbelievable uh we were talking about the most successful rappers of all time and like you almost forget how successful he's been yeah that's an interesting conversation if you start to like when you start to factor in influence beyond rap even though the influence inside rap obviously matters but when you think about like ll or Ice Cube. Or Ice-T. Ice-T. Yeah. Like, th- these guys who've had these really wide-ranging careers. Like, Dre. Like, his effect on music overall. Or, right. Or, like, the way we consume music through beats. Yeah. Or Jay-Z, just the empire of blank. No doubt. You know, Fiddy's a businessman. Uh, big time. Like, going back to Ice-T, like, he's not even known as a rapper anymore. He's, he's like, an no, actor. Yeah, he's a law and order dude. That's okay. what I mean, yeah. <laughs> okay, what... I've thought about this, too. Like, what do you think is, all you guys, the craziest... And Laura. Yeah, and Laura. Gracias. Thank you very much. Uh, My apologies. (laughs) It's okay. It's okay. I wasn't mad. DeMarco just, you know... What do you all... (laughs) What do you all think is the you-can't-believe-this-happened transition? Uh, Okay. Ice Cube going from NWA, bleep the police... To family, are we friendly. there yet? Yeah, are, you, are we there yet? Mm-hmm. Wow! Yeah, Ice T going from cop killer, yeah, to playing a cop for years on Law and Order SUV. Yeah, Snoop. actually played a pimp before he became a cop yes. on the show. Okay, yeah, SPU. Snoop at one point involved in a murder rap. Yeah, now becoming like one of the most ubiquitous pitchmen everywhere. Hangs out with Martha Stewart. Does a show with Martha Stewart? Crazy. Am I forgetting anybody else? Uh, no, I think you're right on point. Um, you know, for me, it's the guy from Harold and Kumar. Like he went from pothead to oh, like the press secretary oh, yeah. to the White House. Like, yes, yeah, yes, I right. never saw that. Like I thought you were, you know, uh, White yeah. Castle and well, pothead. What about guy. Mike Wahlberg? Mark, Mark Wahlberg. Ooh, yeah. Marky Mark. Wait, where are we uh, from? Marky Mark, Mark to like well, now? Or even look, man. I mean, it's a darker time in his life, but Mark Wahlberg. Early on as a, as a teenager, you know, he was involved in a yeah, yeah, hate yeah. crime assault. Yeah. You know, he went through a lot of stuff before becoming Marky Mark, you know, Calvin Klein guy to Marky Mark the actor to now Marky Mark total mogul. Can't say I don't like him. 
because I've watched a lot of his movies. I like, I like him as an actor. But I, I am on the fence with him a lot. Why is that? I, because of that because and of the that. whole Marky Mark and the whole thing. But, I mean, I do. I like his movies. I do. I just saw that last Lone Survivor. Right. That fantastic movie. I actually, I think he's a good actor. I, okay. I do like yeah. Mark Wahlberg as an actor. But, like, if you look at, like, if you look at that beginning... You know, never like, thought. Yeah, to yeah. Where, to where he is. Okay, now. I got another one. Okay, completely different way though. Herschel Walker. I, what? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Exactly what? <laughs> what? Yeah. I never saw this coming. No. Wow, unbelievable. No. Ooh, what? <laughs> right, right. Ooh, never in a million years did I ever think we'd be here. All right, with Herschel Walker. Hit us up on Twitter at Cam Brothers or at D Marco Far One. Yes. With some of these, you cannot believe career evolutions like we were talking about with Snoop going from at one point being in the middle of a murder investigation to ubiquitous pitch man, Ice Cube and Ice T from, you know, uh, public enemy number one to where they are right now, Herschel Walker, whatever. Hit us up with some of these. But in the meantime, DeMarco, you had a ring coming. Big time. Yeah, can't wait. Um, we were, uh, well, just a few of us were trying to count up. There aren't that many people that actually have both rings um, that were out there. Like, I was on the field for both wins. So, like, how many people actually have that experience? I don't know. So, I was pleasantly surprised, was not expecting a ring. I was happy when they said they were going to give me one. So, I, I'm still trying to gather my thoughts about the whole thing. Because it's weird for me. It really is. It's a strange situation for me. Well, I mean... I hadn't thought about that before, but that is really unique because there, there are guys, obviously, who made, you know, made a transition from playing, maybe even won a Super Bowl, and then went on to become part of a broadcast team. But the likelihood of it being with the same team that, in your case, it's the only team you ever played for, correct? Right. Only team you ever played for. You went to the broadcast, the broadcast team and got a ring. Yeah, uh, this is. I think this is year fourteen coming up. I can't believe that. Um, so I, I really enjoy this era. The Sean McVay era is great football because we were talking about the third year of Steve Spagnuolo, which is the opposite, the worst football you can possibly imagine. Uh, so yeah, just being on the field for both, it's been special. So when I finally get the second piece, and I have a picture of of Tutu Atwell's ring and my ring next to each other, so when I finally get the one that has my name on it and I can put them together, that's going to be odd. That's going to be weird to see. But like I said, I'm, I'm so happy. I was so happy for the guys. Seeing Aaron Donald get his ring, seeing all these coaches go berserk with their rings, seeing the young guys absolutely like lose their minds over the rings, special. Then I like the guys that aren't really with the hoopla. They get their ring and walked out the door. Like, I'm done. Like It's, it's about the ring. I love the ring. I'm probably never going to wear this ring. I'm just going back to work because camp opens in two days. I thought that was cool, too. All right, shout out to Laura, who brought up a one that should have immediately popped to all of our minds. Michael Thompson won rings with the Lakers. This is true. rings as part of the broadcast yeah. team with the Lakers. Yeah. I never thought of that. Yeah, you're right. But, but it's pretty rare. But the Lakers didn't move. No. <laughs> Why you got to hate, though, man? Give it to MT. That is true. Right. Okay, some of these details for this new ring are insane like you open up the ring there's a removable top of the ring yeah it has a view of sofi including a piece of the super bowl game ball dope 20 carats of white diamonds set on yellow and white gold 
There's also, too, they honored uh, January 12th, three dates in franchise history with 1.12 carats of diamonds. In 2016, on January 12th, the Rams approved to go back to L.A. 2017, they hire McVay. January 12th, 2019, they beat the Cowboys for the first playoff victory after returning to L.A. Crazy. Yeah, crazy. I would be scared to take this ring anywhere. Like, there's so much going on in there. I wouldn't want to damage it. Okay. I wouldn't want anybody to see me in it, maybe get ideas. Me and you. Just me and you talking for a minute. When they unveiled those rings, I started looking over my shoulder. I'm like, we're, <laughs> we're about to be hit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wow, there's a lot Watch of money on the him. tables right now. What? Watch out. See, look. See? Look. I was like, where's your bling at, bruh? You know? <laughs> crime is on the rise. There's rings out here. You know, they've been doing smash and grabs. You know, this will be the worst place to try to rob. A professional football team, <laughs> you know what I mean? But wow, well, is what you have. I hate to be this cynical, yeah. But I imagine when you get a ring like that, you start thinking about your circle, and you're like, "Do I trust everybody in my circle?" Well, you know, it's it's you you have to. It's it's like a pet or a, a a loved one. Really, your ring. You have to protect it. You have to like when you move. You have to make sure you carry it with you. If you're traveling, you got to make sure you wear it or put it in your pocket. It's, it's a thing. And my ring was huge when I got it. This, and it, this ring dwarfs mine. So I don't know how or you're gonna, how you travel with this thing is 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 beyond me. Like, it's unbelievable. Your your old ring. Let's be honest. It has size envy. Uh, it's got a bit well, of size envy going on. Okay. Uh, when a I got mine, complex. If you know what I mean. I saw when I got mine. I saw one of the uh, was it the eighty two Raiders. Mm-hmm. The 82 Raiders. I saw one of their rings, and I'm like, God, that's small. <laughs> it's like a wedding ring. Yeah, I'm like, wow, that's tiny. Raiders, oh, that's and I felt the same way when I saw these. Like, good God, man. Let me put this in my pocket. Well, that was something I was thinking about, too. Because, I mean, th this ring that the Rams just got, it is insane. Yeah, yeah. Like, it is gorgeous. But beyond, it's not just, like, big and ostentatious. Like, the details and the creativity. It's art. Yeah. No, yeah. It's, it's impressive. Like, yeah. You know, you don't look at this thing and go, that is just, that's gone. No, man. the bar has been set. Right. Yeah, so whoever wins it next could be the Rams, could be anybody. I mean, that's what you're going to have to top. But what's crazy, though, is in the not very distant future, I can promise people are going to look at that ring and not be impressed. Because the way ring culture There's has no gone way. in sport. Yes. There's no. It will happen. Okay, it, 20, 30 years. Right. Because that is a benchmark that is a a, a bar setter yeah i right, mean but, but every bar that gets set it gets met and matched and then passed and then at some point i mean it's crazy to think about because again these rings are incredible do the nba do, do they get the big fat rings oh, yeah. oh, baseball i know they get these oh, really gaudy rings yeah it, it's in all sports baseball would be next right the yeah. world series would be the next championship up for grabs yeah so that would be the next sports the next sport and the next team that would have to top what the Rams just did. Right. Yeah. But it's going to happen. Well, you need to change the mold then. It's Yeah, <laughs> you do. Right. Whoever's making rings, you need to change the mold I, right I'm now. I'm telling you, I mean, you know, Jason's the guy for all yeah. of this. I mean, he's the go-to guy in this particular niche of jewelry. And he's awesome. But it's crazy to think there will be a point sometime down the line where people look at championship rings, they're going to look at this Rams ring, which is just spectacular. Yeah. They're going to go, eh, 
We won't be here for it. We'll be dust. Yeah. Do you mean it, you and me or it, the earth? Me and you. It will be dust. <laughs> It'll be a while before you top that. Yeah. That's that's amazing. Yeah. Um, so, I, by the way, too, I, Laura, thank you very much for letting me know about the uh, Sedano and Cap Circle of Trust. Of course. I, I was not aware of this being on Twitter. I was also not aware that I was allowed in it. Yes, he has joined. DeMarco, I will teach you how to do it. So, uh, Oh, I know how to do it. I just haven't done it. Why? I, well, I have to figure out. The circle of trust, you, you, like, what are we getting into? Oh, a because lot of the last time I did that, last time I did that, I, like, I didn't know the show was at war with other shows. No, 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 we're not at war with nobody. We just like people here, just you know, comment on whatever you guys are commenting. Like, Siobhan said, eleven years old is a good time to have the sex talk. They do be beefing with other shows, though. No, we don't. They do. See? No, we don't. They beef with us. There is a difference. Well, you and I, though, Excuse Demarco, Sango. No, no, no. We, we're fine because we move show to show to show. We can That's what I'm saying. Ball. Me, too. Right. I'm fine. I'm fine, too. Thank Whatever. you. <laughs> Why y'all going to throw it on me now? Uh-uh. I'm just saying. Okay. We're mercenaries for hire. I'll, I'll exactly. Ju- I'll jump exactly. in as long as I'm not jumping into sh- any shenanigans. <laughs> any sh- no, you're shenanigans. Good. Yeah, you almost said something else, but I, you caught yourself. Nah. The circle of trust people are good. Everyone's cool. Okay. Calm and collected. Right. They just like to Some of them are vicious, though. No, they not. Well, I the see what's trust true. People feel free to hit us up on Twitter okay. at Cam Brothers at D Marco Far One. Whatever you think of the show going on, that's fine. I just thank you all for allowing me in the circle. I did not know that I I didn't know anybody from outside the show was allowed. You're in. You're in. in. It's yes. very exciting. Demarco, I, join in. Once I join, I'm good. Yeah. Okay, I'm in. All, All right. right, coming up, there's going to be some stuff about Kyrie Irving and the Lakers and trades that aren't happening with the Pacers and just the Lakers seem like they may be stuck with Russell Westbrook. We're going to have a conversation about mangoes, as Laura hinted in the Circle of Trust coming up as well. A lot more going on. Andy Kamenetsky, DeMarco Farr, Sedano and Cap 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. 1989. Number one on the charts. Prince's soundtrack to the Tim Burton Batman. Interesting. The Batman that started the whole Dark Knight thing yeah, that yeah. we're on right now. Uh, Honesty time. Did anybody like the album? Oh, I loved it. You loved it? I loved it. You did? I yeah. Loved okay. I'm, loved I'm, I'm you a, loved it too? Yeah. Okay. I'm a Prince fanatic. Yeah. Love Prince. Don't get me wrong. Love Prince. I think it's a really good album. I need to give it a second listen They're, then. The, I think it's The Ringer. They put out a... It was right around the time when the, the latest Batman with Robert Pattinson came out. Yeah. They did like a full Batman week on the site. And somebody did a, an oral history... Of Prince's Batman soundtrack, yeah, it's awesome. 
Wow. It's really okay. interesting need... how they got Prince involved with this. I have to give it another listen. Like yeah, the yeah. process of working with a guy like Prince who, you know, did it his way. And, you know, you, you had to work sort of on Prince's calendar and schedule and his process, all of that. No doubt. But um, he did actually, you can find this on YouTube. He, uh, he did SNL around the time of this movie to help promote it. And I'm pretty sure he did he did either Bat Dance or Party uh, Party Man. But he also Party Man is yeah, that's the song. He also did a performance of the song Electric Chair. Yeah. Which is on the soundtrack. He crushes this thing. Like go to YouTube, you can find it. I need to see this. Okay. It's spectacular. I need to see this. I thought uh, I've seen everything Prince, but I guess I missed this one. Um, okay. Uh, I actually we'll we'll go down this rabbit yeah. hole later. I recently stumbled upon uh, a Prince discovery that was phenomenal. What? Um I, I gotta find it on YouTube to get it exact. Um, is he the, wearing bikini underwear uh, and a trench coat? <laughs> I don't believe it was okay. that era, but oh. uh, his outfit was interesting. Yeah, no, no doubt, no that doubt. That was uh, the the bikini, the bikini and high heel shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, I believe, the year that was like ninety one, ninety two, right? No, no, it was New like eighty one. No, way back before. Okay, this is wild. Okay. Controversy days. Yeah. Controversy. Yeah, yeah. Controversy. Yeah. It was either that tour or Dirty Mind. He opened for the Stones. The Stones wanted him. Oh, I remember this. And, yeah. And, the audience was hostile towards him. Didn't they know how to handle stage. it. Yeah, didn't know how to handle it. Yeah. Um, in the circle of trust, and again, thank you guys for inviting me, Andy Kamenetsky, also DeMarco Farr, into the Sedano I accept. circle of trust. I accept. You got to join, DeMarco. That's how we... I'm accepting okay. got some good... the invitation. I will join. Uh, okay. okay. Got some good suggestions for the career transformations you would not have seen coming. Oh, yeah. What do you got? Um, from... Uh, one of a kind at AC underscore fresh five. Got to give props to Master P. Master P oh, ended up. That's right, Master P. Developing a massive. Uh. But wait, what did he transition into? He's done a little bit of acting. But, okay. I mean, his record label and just sort of record his label. Reach, uh, I think he's got. He had, but, he had a clothing uh, label for a little bit. That's not label. okay. I'm, okay. Yeah. I think he's got a studio. He may have like. A, yeah. He's been involved in making movies. Uh, Kevin Barbarino, Robert Downey Jr. The path that Downey was on with okay. drugs and jail to becoming Iron Man. So I thought about that one, but my my thing was more of like if they were something before. Yeah, it, he was always like kind of an actor. So to me, that wasn't that's in the that, same vein. Yeah, in the same yeah, vein. yeah. He just right. cleaned himself up yeah, exactly. Right, but, but to be to go not that far from his problems to the face of what launched Marvel. Yes. Like, I mean, he had to be heavily insured. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> live radio, people. Live radio. He had to do, like, they had to heavily insure Downey. Like, the oh, no doubt. Absolutely. Down. Yeah, I, I didn't think he would live past 30, yeah. if that's fair. Yeah. And, uh, from and Cap- I thought Michael Madsen would be bigger. Yeah. Just yeah. saying. Okay. Michael Madsen <laughs> yeah. must look at Tom Sizemore and be like, damn it, that should have been my career. Yeah. Like, because there was a period where Sizemore, you know, was deep into drug problems. He was supposed to take the uh, John Travolta, Travolta role in Pulp Fiction. Yeah. And he turned it down for Wyatt Earp. Right. Wow. But Sizemore, I always thought Sizemore and Madsen were pretty similar. Yeah. And Madsen must have been like, how does this guy keep getting on <laughs> If they're in the same movie, I'm there. I like Casper both those guys. Villa. Yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Okay, fair. Builder to governor to of governor. California. That's a good one. That's a good one. That is one people may not have Ooh, seen. I That's top three. Meghan Markle. Meghan Markle. Never saw that coming. Actress to Actress the Duchess. to the Duchess. What was yeah. she in before? Suits. Suits. That shows Suits on Suits. USA. Oh. Never, never, never would have thought that. But, Thank you, Casper. Yeah. Inspired that one. 
I, I mean, not. somebody fell in love with you and you became a princess. Does that really count? You don't really. Yeah. Did you aspire to be a princess? Never know, but you know what? Okay. She's a duchess now. So. That's true. Does every woman <laughs> aspire to be a princess? Hell no. Nah. I want to be a queen. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Wow. <laughs> All right. Um, the Lakers. Yeah. Marco, uh, you may have heard they've been trying to uh, move Russell Westbrook, and they, you know they've been ongoing, never-ending talks with the Nets, but those have hit a snag because by. Multiple reports until Brooklyn has clarity on what's going on with Kevin Durant. You know, I read that. I think I read that. You said, what does clarity on Kevin Durant mean? Basically, either is there any way we can bring him back? Like, is there, you know, could he possibly reconcile this or just we're not getting a good enough deal? Sure, they can bring him back. Just don't trade him. Right. But, you know, what you can't the, trade yourself. Right. What the atmosphere will be like, you know, can, is how smoothable is this situation? All of that stuff. Can you make him happy in, in Brooklyn? Happy enough. You know, happy enough to start this thing. And then hopefully you start winning and winning papers over everything. Why does he want out? Because of Kyrie? You know what's funny? Brian Windhorst was just on one of the ESPN shows. I don't remember which one. But he actually said that Brooklyn isn't even quite sure why he wants yeah it. i when it came up i wasn't sure why kevin durant said i want out of brooklyn it's not like they're bad well it's also not like they didn't bend over backwards yeah. to do everything he ever wanted so i, I that, so where is he trying to get to that's my question uh, or what what about brooklyn that he knows that we don't well i mean it's it's been a bit dysfunctional over there you know there is the question of whether or not he may be buddies with Kyrie but may have come to realize professionally I don't know if I still want to hitch my wagon to he's trying guy. to get away from Kyrie maybe okay you could get him traded if you if you are willing to just say trade him problem solved they will move they will move Kyrie if they feel like they have KD's blessing I would assume but in the meantime you know there have been calls to other teams uh most notably the Pacers and uh Dave McMenamin uh today I believe let us know the latest on this situation, and Laker fans are not going to like what they hear. We've heard Darvin Ham say it. We've heard Rob Palinka say it. This team is still lacking shooting to be mm-hmm. a top-tier contender in the Western Conference. The problem is right now they have 13 roster spots filled. There's two spots open, but all the shooters on the market when it comes to free agency, they're not on a team for a reason. Because more likely than not, they do one thing really well, like spread the floor, but they don't necessarily uh, defend well enough to get minutes. And so they had to look to the trade market. And the guys we just saw on video there, Eric Gordon of the Rockets and Buddy Heal of the Pacers, I've reported for weeks now the Lakers have interest in trying to find a trade package for both of them. I'm of the opinion, though, they will not pull the trigger on a deal like that until they know absolutely for sure that Kyrie Irving cannot happen and will not happen. In other words, Laker fans, strap in. You may be sitting here for a while, frustrated, and in all likelihood, you got to start thinking about the idea that Russell Westbrook's going to be on this team next year. I mean, this is something that uh, my brother Brian and I co-host in the Locked On Lakers podcast, five days a week, part of the Locked On Network. We've been letting our listeners know I mean, even before the offseason began, much less where we are now, Russell Westbrook may be on this team next season. I know that it seems like it definitely doesn't work on the court. It seems like it doesn't work in the locker room. LeBron seems outwardly looking to have Westbrook somewhere else. 
there's a real chance he's going to be on this team next year. Is there a way to win with him? Is there a way to win with Westbrook being a starter? That is actually one of the questions that Darvin Ham is well, I was dealing a, with right now. I'm asked is is there a way with the roster, the way it's currently constructed? I think it is possible. I don't think Why it's... are you finger wagging me? <laughs> Hell no. <nah>. Oh, you're <laughs> saying no. I thought you meant we're out of time. Oh no. there is no Both, way. Actually we are out of time. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Give me the Matambo wave over there. <laughs> okay. Uh, is is there a way I'm serious, as a basketball person, is there a way since I'm stuck with the guy? It's like having a pot roast, you know. I'm stuck with it. I got to make something out of it. How in the world can I make this work? Okay, that is something we will talk about, Demarco, coming up at some point in the next hour. But coming up next, what you need to know, correct? That is the initials. That's what it stands for. What you need to know. That is coming up next. Andy Kamenetsky, Demarco Far, seven ten ESPN.